The Tower, Episode 34, Titans TV Show Season 2, Episode 6. Hey everyone, this is your host, Peter, trying to burn through the Titans TV show, Season 2. I want to just remind everyone that on July 10th, 2020, that was the 40th anniversary of the new Teen Titans by Marv Wolfman, George Perez, uh, the anniversary of their first appearance in DC Comics Presents, issue number 26. So uh, we are in the 40th anniversary year. If you want to hear me talk about DC Comics Presents issue number 26, the 16-page preview, which is the first appearance of the New Teen Titans and Starfire and Cyborg and Raven, you can go all the way back to The Tower episode number one. But as I said, we are here to talk about the Titans TV show on the DC Universe app. This episode is episode number six. It is entitled Connor, and I'm just going to go right into all of my quick notes here, assuming that you've seen the episode, and knowing that some of you have probably, uh, you've probably seen the entire season. So my big takeaways for Connor, episode six of Titan season two, I liked this episode. Much like the Doom Patrol episode in season one, I felt like this episode had its own voice, it had its own style, it felt different. It was clearly an episode that they wanted to put in the framework of a Superman-type episode. Uh, There was music that was evocative of, you know, John Williams or Superman. Um, They were able to open up some of the settings, Uh, Not only going to Metropolis and giving Metropolis a lighter kind of feel, but then also going to Kansas as well. Uh, So some of it just looked different. I liked the actor that they picked for Superboy. I liked that dog. (laughs) I think the dog had some of the best acting in the whole show. Uh, There was even one point that I felt like this was ultimately a a Young Justice live-action TV show. And... Like season one, it seems like um, they're trying to, again, bounce back and forth between the larger story in season two, which is the Titans against Deathstroke, and maybe picking out some quieter uh, episodes or smaller episodes. I mean, just the simple fact that they're focusing on one main character in an ensemble show... Uh, was kind of nice. It was nice to slow down, and and it was nice to see a different pace. So yes, probably one of the stronger episodes of the season to date. I was taken surprise uh, by how much I actually enjoyed it. I thought there were a lot of good character bits. So Joshua Orpin is the actor who plays Connor uh, Superboy, he's in his mid-twenties, he was born in Australia, he's over six feet, he looks good. He has a good feel. I like the way the cap, the camera captures his face. 
Uh, there's a youthful quality. Uh, there's a believability to him. And no, this is not the Superboy of the early 90s with the jacket and the haircut. This is the Superboy from the Jeff Johns Teen Titans who walks around in cargo pants and uh, a black Superman shield t-shirt, right? So because of that, it works. And what I really liked was the duality. The duality of Connor as he's learning about his origins, not only in the dialogue, but also in the flashbacks. The, di the duality of being born of two sets of DNA between Superman and Lex Luthor as it's revealed in the episode. I know that the comics dealt with that as well, but there was something different about this time. I don't know if it was because they actually did use some of the flashbacks to a young Clark Kent and a young Lex. They might have done that in the comics. I haven't read every Superboy appearance, but there was something about the TV show that kind of lent um, an immediacy to it, I guess, if you want to say. Um... The person that gives him all of this background stuff is a character named Eve Watson, who is in charge of this particular project for Cadmus under the care of Lex Luthor. There are some dialogue bits that speak to this duality and also to the character of Superboy himself. Things like he's a child absorbing the world. The people he meets will have an effect on his future behavior. And I thought that thought about that bit of dialogue and how he was very innocent in this episode, but then when he's when he you know eventually is going to meet the Titans, which he does at the end of this episode, suddenly you're going to have characters like Jason Todd and Rose, I assume, and some of the other ones who are going to imprint on his personality. And I hope he doesn't lose some of the innocence that he has. Uh, other things that Eve says, uh, the two lives that made him, meaning Clark Kent and Lex Luthor, which made me think about a whole new angle that you could go with Superboy in the fact that he, in essence, has two dads, which is a huge theme to explore if they explore. I don't know if they will. Um, but that's a different notion from what I remember reading the character back in, you know, 2003, 2004. Um, this notion that he has... Not only that it's Clark Kent and Lex Luthor and the whole, you know, good versus evil and the duality of morality, and, and that gets brought up a lot here, but he has two dads, you know? I think that's, uh, I think that could be interesting, and I, I again, I, I hope they explore that. I don't think they will. Uh, another thing, Connor has intelligence. So again, they're pushing the moralities, the, mem the memories, the DNA of these two men, but we're also talking about a, a mad scientist and a super Kryptonian. Was that in the comics? Did they show Connor Ken as having not necessarily intelligence, but at least the capability to tap into that? So not only is he tapping into memories that are ingrained in his DNA, but he should be smart. And they show that here in this episode, which I liked. Um... It's clear that Eve wants Connor to be good. She's trying to steer him to a degree. And I think at one point I thought, oh, right, her name is Eve, right? Get it? Adam, Eve, the son of Eve. Um, Eve says to him how he's Superman, but he's also Luthor. He's both. That's why he needs to be careful. Even at one point saying something like knowledge is a fire 
that absent of morality will consume us all. And then she finally says, don't be a hero. So we don't live with her character. I, I guess we're not going to live with her beyond this episode, but as a touchstone to his origins, uh, fine. You know, it's, it's laying the groundwork uh, to what this character could be. And um, it's at least trying to give viewers who may not be uh, familiar with the character uh, what his particular story is about and also what his trauma is, right? Because this series, I feel, is all about trauma. And when he goes to learn about his origins, he realizes that he is just one of many attempts at trying to create a, a, a person, a clone, or whatever you want to say, of this mix between uh, Superman and Lex Luthor. And I believe he's subject number 13. And when they go to San Francisco, which was the original Cadmus site, he sees all of these tubes and these um, these uh, dead bodies. Uh, sometimes they're very small, sometimes they're big. And he realizes that, well, he says he's a monster, but she says he's not. So that's where his particular story is going to, I assume, factor in some kind of um, psychological quality, which is part of the Superboy essence. And then you throw in the whole duality thing. So this is this is his story wrapped up um, within the larger Titans universe. There was a ton of DC Universe stuff, obviously, as I said, Cadmus and Cadmus Project, which was a factor in the Superboy uh, comic series, something that uh, Kirby created. Uh, mentions of kryptonite. Um, there is kryptonite in the episode. Obviously, Superman's S-Shield uh, Luthor and the hint of a Luthor legacy with his dad that Connor goes to meet in Kansas because he's having visions of a very, very abusive father. Um, they're playing with the origin that Clark Kent and Lex Luthor knew each other in Smallville, pr probably even grew up with each other. As I said, we, we saw Metropolis, we saw the Daily Planet, we see the character of Mercy Graves, who is working for Luthor. Um, at one point, when Connor and Crypto are just walking the streets of Metropolis, he stops a mugging in an alleyway, which is very similar to, to the first Superman movie. And then he has all of Superman's powers, speed, strength, x-ray vision, super hearing, super breath, and Crypto has heat vision. I don't think Connor Kent does in the comics, or at least initially he didn't. Other thoughts throughout the episode? Um, they replay Connor's breakout of Cadmus, uh, which I believe was in Season 1, Episode 11 of the Titans. A lot of Superman music, as I mentioned. Um, some decent special effects here and there. I thought the best special effect was when Connor was going through a wall. He he attacked uh, one of the Cadmus guards that, that are chasing him, and he smashes him through a wall, and the camera's kind of tracking along with them uh, from a side angle, and I, I just thought it was really nice. And I don't know if there was CG involved in it or not, but I'm hoping it was practical because it looked really good, whereas the CG of Crypto catching a bazooka and turning and sending it back to the person that shot it Mm, that wasn't so good. As I mentioned, Connor does go to Kansas because he's having these flashbacks of uh, Luther's childhood. And, you know, I thought they were going to wind up, obviously, at the Kent farm, but they wind up at the Luther farm, 
where Lex Luthor's dad is blind and old. And um, the character is known as Lionel in the credits, but I don't think they actually mentioned the character's name in the uh, episode itself. He has a couple of things that he says about Luthor that I like. Um, he says that Lex had a purpose, a calling, and when they have that, it makes them feel larger than they really are. So they escape for the city so they don't feel smothered. And that was the reason why Lex moved to Metropolis. Lionel also says he's a scientist like I was. So there's that mad genius angle. And then also says about Lex, he's missing a moral compass, a sense of right and wrong, which would obviously lay the groundwork for what Eve would later say about how, you know, because Connor is a mix between Superman and Luthor, he's able to make his own choices about what he wants to do, and the two can balance each other. Uh, when Connor goes to San Francisco to the first Cadmus lab, um, that's obviously a way to get him into the Titans universe. As I said, uh, he thinks of himself now as a monster, but, um, you know, hopefully he's going to be more than that, and just like the other Titans have trauma that connect him I guess that's what this is going to be. And while he's on the run, um, either with Eve or without uh, Mercy, and the Cadmus agents are on his tail. So they, they want to get him, and they want to get him back. Um, as I expected from last episode, where Jason Todd was falling out of a building while Dick Grayson was fighting Deathstroke, uh, I came up with a couple of scenarios of how he could be rescued. And sure enough, Connor's just walking the streets of San Francisco, sees Jason Todd falling, and catches him. And they both wind up uh, crashing down onto a car. That's how the two of them meet. You get the sense that Jason Todd actually kind of likes Connor, just from, well, from rescuing him, number one, but also just because he might recognize the Superman symbol. Um, you know, certainly there's a lot of pairings of a young super boy character and a young Robin character um, becoming friends, so maybe that'll happen here especially since they're part of the big two, big three, excuse me. But all that goodwill uh, is stopped short because Mercy Graves, I assume Mercy Graves, shoots Connor with kryptonite bullets and steals away uh, Crypto. Kidnaps Crypto with a, I think like a kryptonite collar. Apparently there was a tracking system on Crypto's collar. Um, so yeah, all this... <sighs> All this, you know, sort of naivete and innocence, and then Connor gets shot at the end, and it's like, oh, right, welcome to the Titans world, right? We gotta put this dark darkness onto the character. So, um, I'm hoping he doesn't get too, too dark. Uh, it's kind of nice to have a character like this uh, in a sea of other characters who are all in their angsty feelings, so... And that's where the episode ended. So uh, it was just a way to get Connor into the larger Titans universe. Um, I don't know what the rest of the season has in store, uh, other than obviously connecting to the story bits that we've been talking about. Uh, the Titans versus Deathstroke, what to do about Rose, Raven's power starting to grow and evolve, the subplot of Starfire and her people wanting her back. Uh, the flashback to Titans when uh, just after Aqualad was killed and what they're going to do with Jericho, uh, Deathstroke's son. 
So a lot of generational stuff between the older and the younger characters. Now we have this new character in the mix that is branding a Superman S-Shield. Will that put any weight onto the team and onto the uh, continuity of what this show is trying to create? And, uh, you know, in essence, the journey of not only the team, but uh, of Dick Grayson himself and eventually... Um, turning into Nightwing, I assume, by the end of the season. So there's a lot. There's a lot for this back half of the season to do. This is episode six. There are 13 altogether, so next episode will be the halfway point. All right, let me know what you thought of this episode. I know there was one listener on Twitter, I think, that wanted to know my thoughts um, about Connor when I got there. So here it is. I, I liked this episode. I liked that character's portrayal i liked the way the actor portrayed the character so um it'll be interesting to see the mix um of superboy in the titans universe i think i've mentioned before that i was a little hesitant about them going uh into this this soon you know i don't want young justice i want titans but you know we'll see we'll see what happens okay let me know what you thought peter at the dailyrios.com or go to the website, thedailyrios.com, or follow me on Twitter, Peter J. Rios, or on the Instagram, The Daily Rios. This has been The Tower, Episode 34. Talk to you soon. <laughs>